0: mom of four, plant mama of seven, music lover with a banging playlist, and two left feet, entrepreneur of over 17 years, and though a professional, y'all, I'm still an around the way at heart, earthy, eclectic, free spirit, a few piercings, and a few tats, road trip lover, random ass fuck, mm, you fill in the blank. Living, learning, loving, praying, and laughing my way through this amazing adventure called life. And I am here to help you do the same. Hi, I'm Tiffany, and this is Life Unscripted. Welcome. Now, let's jump into this week's amazing episode created especially for you and yours. Hey family, it's me again and welcome to another edition of the Life Unscripted podcast. If you've been following along, you'll know that we've been in a series that I've been entitling the Living Well series. So we've been doing Living Well, Going Vegan, Living Well, Letting Go living well, this or that. And all of these things from week to week have been dealing with just learning more so that you can know better. And as the late Maya Angelou taught us, when you know better, then you can do better. And so it's all about knowing better, and then doing better so that we can in turn be better. And so we've been discussing health and fitness, nutrition and mental wellness, therapy, things to do to um, soothe ourselves that are just relaxing and bringing a sense of calm to our days and, and all that. Because again, it's all about being better. And so along those same lines, We have a very, very special guest with us today. Her name is Lady Mo, and she's an author. So she's going to talk to us about her writing process, her experiences, and how her writing has just proven to be therapeutic and one of the ways that she has healed. So without further ado, let us welcome Lady Mo to the show.
1: Let's see, where do I start? I am definitely a woman of God. I am a God-fearing woman. I am a mother of three beautiful children. I am an author. I am the host of Sex Love in Christ. That is um, a podcast which can be found on many of your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple and Google. And um let's see, that's that's about it for now. <laughs> That is a lot. You have a lot,
0: <laughs> and you're not done. Don't be modest now, because you have
1: <laughs> uh, and you have you are an author. And tell us what you got going on. Yeah, I'm actually full time. I am a I'm a soldier. I'm in the army, and um, my job is HR. So I deal with uh, the where I'm located now. I deal with over ten thousand soldiers, and um, let's see. So that's my that's on a um, as career goes. I am also in the process of putting together a nonprofit organization. That's um, we're not we haven't taken off with that just yet, but that's in the works. God is feeding that to me. Um, next year in September, I plan on kicking off a women's conference, which God is also slowly but surely feeding that to me. It will be called "Who Am I." It is a spin-off of the book that I've authored titled But I'm Distracted. And it is an actual the women that attend this conference will have the opportunity to actually walk in in the um and what it is that I'm teaching the women to do in order to maintain their focus and their walk with Christ.
0: I think that is wonderful. And
1: anytime we can assist.
0: Someone on their journey and getting closer to God and finding out more about what their purpose is, and and actually uh, not just finding out what it is, not sitting on it, but beginning to walk in that purpose and operating that purpose is a wonderful thing. And so we are just blessed that you are sharing your gift. And um, I have to tell you, I was super excited to um, have met you uh, in the last month, um, and just to share. Um, Uh, how we are acquainted with our listeners. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Lady Mo and I are part of the same podcasting um, community. Um, Recently, um, a community was started to just kind of unite podcasters and help us to support each other. And, you know, it's always great to just find other like-minded professionals. And um, as a part of my personal goal, uh, with that, I wanted to make sure that I got to know each person within our community because I firmly believe in nurturing your network. Um, and it's always great to just hear people's stories. And knowing that Lady Mo is a woman of God, um, as I am as well, it's even extra special to dialogue and share with a sister. So, um, in addition to that, she has the book, you know, But I'm Distracted. And definitely I feel that we all can relate to that in one way or another, because there are so many things that we aspire to do, but a lot of times we let those, those little fires everywhere, those distractions keep us from fulfilling what it is we know our purpose is. And so I definitely wanted to invite her on the show to talk about that. So without further ado, I would like to ask you, tell us more about the book. Tell us more about the premise of the book and, um, Who exactly are you writing to in the book? And just kind of give us a little overview about what we can expect um, from that.
1: Okay, so 2017 was, um, I'm going to get emotional and I apologize. But in 2017, God gave me the chapters of a book. He gave me six chapters. And I remember being on the phone with my friend. And during this season, I had, like, really grown grown close to God. And uh, we would converse every day, she and I. And she told me, she said, you know, Lady Mo, I see you pregnant with so many different things. God has all these things inside of you that he's ready to birth. He just needs for you to get into position. I listened to what she said. And I'm like, well, Lord, you know, I'm not really sure what she's referring to. So, um... Again, God had given me the scripture, or excuse me, these chapters to this book. Uh, I wrote the chapters down, and I didn't go back to them. I said, well, that's that's all he's given me. Uh, 2018. 2018 was a year of breakthrough. I remember that year started off with so much chaos. And prior to the chaos happening, my spirit told me, you have to go on a fast and you have to start now. And I'm like, "Well, no, I'll start February 1st." And my spirit said, "No, you have to start now." I went on the fast. It was a 40-day fast. And the purpose of this 40-day fast was to go was to um to break through all these different things, chains that had me bound. I was so tired of going in circles. I'm like, look at me. I just keep doing the same thing over and over again. Like, I don't know better when I know that I do. So how can I do something different? What do I need to do differently? And I just remember that in scriptures, you have, there's a significance behind the numbers that are utilized through scriptures. I said, when Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights before he started to, um, started his ministry. And I said, well, Lord, I need to fast 40 days and 40 nights. I fasted from several different things during this time. At the same time, um, I was a storm happened, boom, like so fast, it, out of nowhere, it just it just happened. I was being I was being faced with charges. Um, I was I was accused of child abuse and neglect on my daughter. And while I was in that storm, I promise you, I don't really know what happened. I can't tell you what took place as I fasted but the minute I came out of my fast it was just like I was distracted by the by this the storm that I was in and I was like I don't like this this is too much I feel like quitting I was just ready to just throw in a towel I don't care anymore I don't and during that you know God sustained me like no you're gonna keep going I'm with you I'm by your side so all these all this um uh, the scriptures and the strength that I had from this fast is what sustained me as I journeyed on. And I realized that, you know, God told me, okay, go and get you an attorney. And I said, no, I'm going to do it my way. I need to, I, I can do this. I can fight. You know, I have uh, I have a background in criminal justice and I was going to law school, so I, I, I can do this. I didn't do anything wrong. And I did it my way. In my way, let's see, March, April, May, June, I was so under so much stress. And finally I said, All right, I'm trying to do it in my way. Lord, what's your way? And he said, Go get you an attorney. I got an attorney, and the minute I got the attorney, the, the charges went out the window. The other attorney said, you know, this was a this was a pointless case. It doesn't matter. You know, it wasn't a big deal. Uh, we know that she really didn't abuse or neglect her child we are just you know doing our our due diligence to the ch- for the child. So during this time, um I had a lot of things that I was that was I was up against. I'm like, okay, well, I'm due to be promoted, I'm due to uh, it was everything was on on a standstill. I was supposed to re enlist I couldn't do anything because I had these charges pending against me. So the minute I gave in and did what God asked me to do, that's when there was a big huge release. The minute I gave in everything as far as like my breakthroughs, I was, I was struggling with fornication. I was struggling with self-control. I was struggling with obedience. I was struggling with a whole lot of different things. I said, God, I'm tired of dealing with these things. I want to put them all into your lap. I need to just be set free. That entire year he dealt with me in, in all those areas. By the end of 2018, I had, I had, I was, I was, um, no longer bound by those things that I had fasted from at the beginning of the year. God had worked with me in all those areas. And once I once he finished, he said, now walk in your deliverance. So I said, okay. Now, on the other end of that, I ended up having a child. Um, I came out of that and I said, well, maybe God has given me my husband. Maybe this is my husband. He didn't look like my husband. But for me, it was like, okay, well, uh, I think this, this, this might work. So I threw out what I knew my God fearing man looked like, and said, "Well, I think he's good enough. I think he's close enough, and I'll just work with him." And I and I began to fornicate again, something that I had already been delivered from. So um, once I um, once I got pregnant with my son, you know, I went back to God and I said, "Lord, I just you know just sustain me, just help, just keep me." And God, in the midst of that. I wasn't shameful. I, I wasn't. I was able to go to God and say, "Lord, forgive me." I had strength. I had this the strength that I can't even explain that I've never had before in my other pregnancies. I had three children like I said in the beginning. And um and it was and it was like God used all these things to show me that I'm with you. Yeah, you're human. You're going to do some things. You're going to make mistakes, but because I love you, I'm going to keep you. I'm going to don't don't worry about that. Don't get stuck right there. Keep going. Keep pushing. So um so ultimately, through all that, I was I was praying, I was fasting, I was reading the scriptures, I was praising and worship, I was worshiping. I was doing all these things and and I was focused. I was no longer distracted. Even even after I gave birth to my baby, um I was still able to focus. I was able, it was, it was amazing. I walked that, I walked this book, but I'm distracted. I allowed these different things to distract me. And I noticed that when I was focused, when my eyes were on God, because I was in his word, I was praying, I was fasting. I was, I was worshiping. I was honoring him. I was doing what he asked me to do. As long as I was doing those things, everything just worked out perfectly it didn't matter what was going on around me. I was able to just keep going. I was able to persevere. But the minute that my eyes got off of Christ, that's when I began to falter. That's when I began to waver. We know better, but sometimes we try to manipulate the situations that we find ourselves in to suit what it is that we desire. And we find ourselves distracted. So it was and it was it was just that season itself. again, God gave me the script the, the chapters to this book prior to these things happening, but I allowed that season to teach me exactly what it looks like to not be distracted and be able to keep my eyes on God. So I used um, I used, like I said, that season to be able to help others to to know that you know we have to stop we have to stop allowing ourselves. To dictate and manipulate the scriptures because god jesus said that he is the way the truth and the life and as long as we are doing in a body in the ways of christ the ways of the scriptures you can't fail and i'm a living witness to that so i've been sustained all these days all these months all because of my obedience to christ
0: You have a powerful, powerful story. And in so many ways, um, especially with the struggle with fornication, especially with the struggle of I've done wrong, Lord, you know, even when you didn't deliver me, you go back to the to doing wrong again, you know, and and literally um, and the struggle there um, in forgiving yourself past the Lord forgiving you because we know that the word says that if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us yeah. our sins Amen. and and cleanse us from all unrighteousness and so that being said literally when we began this call you called in and I was listening to some music and the music that I was listening to was a playlist that I had curated. It's just on YouTube, just something quick and easy. And it was and it, I call it the vibe. And the vibe is, you know, just, you know, just, just the vibe on a spiritual level, you know, just certain songs that kind of keep me pumped up, keep me, you know, spiritually lifted songs that keep me encouraged, right. blah, da, 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 songs that keep me remaining hopeful for certain situations and things like that. Mm-hmm. And literally, I had been, you know, fasting and praying and literally had thought I saw, you know, that the things that I had been praying for were beginning to come into fruition, literally mm. within like the last month or so. Mm. And it was, it it was it was almost too good to be true. It was just, they came just flooding, just rushing in like a flood. And it was, you know, and I almost was afraid to tell anybody, family or, you know, um, whatnot, because I thought is this even real because literally I have fasted and prayed and stood on God's word and proclaimed his word. And, you know, the Bible says that whatever we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And, you know, um, all we need is a faith of the size of a mustard seed. And we can say to that mountain, be thyself removed and cast yourself into the sea and it will go, you know, and so Mm. I stood on these things and other, and other scriptural passages as well. And I've been writing down affirmations, reciting affirmations out loud. I've been all this stuff. And so things started to come together. And when they did, it did, it fell apart. Mm. And I, first of all, you know, all I think I know most of my life has been just struggle, you know, from, Mm -hmm. from being a child to it. And today, you know, God has, God has certainly kept me. God has blessed me. So let me not say my whole life has been about struggle because it has Mm -hmm. not God has been amazing to me, but the very things that I desire, such as love acceptance, you know, from that of a father, from that of, you know, a mate, you know, Mm -hmm. from my children, those things, have not come easy the whole, that that has been a running, um, it seems to be a running theme in my life, you know, has been just a struggle for love. And um, I will just be transparent and share that. And so when it looked like it finally happened, you know, mm-hmm. just within the last month or so. And I thought, you know, there was a little fear there, like, this time for real Lord? Like, did you, did I get to, you know, did I get to win? You know, is it my turn? Is it my turn finally? You know? And, um, I got so excited and then it didn't happen. And I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed in myself and I was disappointed with God. And I thought, was this on me or was that on him? Was it, and, and and not in a disrespectful way, should I say that, but I'm just saying, you know, and so I thought, did I misread something? You know, did I, what did I, did I, was it not what I thought it was, you know, or was it me that um, when the gift was delivered to me, I didn't, I wasn't appreciative of the package. And so was that on me? You know, was that I was shallow because I the package came in a way I wasn't expecting. And so I said, mm. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. about this package. Mm-hmm. You know, and so um was it that the Lord did give it to me, but that was on me? Or was it it looked like it was a package where there were a few flaws that I chose to look past, and those few flaws may have been what really was a sign that really wasn't my package after all. Right. And so I struggled with trying to figure out, you know, which way should I see this, you know, and asking God for discernment, you know, because I just couldn't figure out, did I mess this up or was it not even the right thing in the first place? And all mm-hmm. that being said, it kind of knocked me off my feet. It kind of knocked the wind out of me because I allowed myself to get excited for something I never had. And then it turned out it it wasn't anyway. And so mm-hmm. I've spent the last month or so just kind of, you know, going back and forth trying to get my mojo back, trying to get my my hope back, trying to get joy back in that, you know, trying to, you know, you know, because disappointment, you know, first of all, faith is fueled by hope because um this, you know, the the definition of faith is um the the evidence of uh, things we hope for, you know, it's it's the things we don't see, but you know, but things we hope for. And without that hope, you can't have faith. If you're not hoping in nothing, if you don't really have the hope for what is fueling that faith to keep going And Reverend Mike Todd of transformation church has an amazing series on um, crazy faith. It's called crazy faith. And that, that series is probably, I don't even know, maybe 16, 18 Sessions long or something. It is a long series they did, but it is when I tell you that that series will set you on fire. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. all that being said, um, just to say how that, you know, there are things that we ask of God, and when we do wrong, you know, sometimes we're ashamed. We might say we're sorry and Lord forgive me, and I don't yeah. want to do that. again. I don't want to be in that place again. But then, you know, we find ourselves in that place again, and then we feel ashamed sometimes to go back to God and say. Oh, it's me again for the same thing, you know, mm-hmm. because we know repenting is to turn away from that thing and not do it again. Right. And so we kind of begin to wonder, are we worthy of God even forgiving us? You know, mm-hmm. and God and Bender forgave us because we asked him and he said he would. That's but it's right. us not forgiving ourselves. That's right. And so. Um, I definitely when you were sharing some of your struggle and you're up and you're down, you know, I definitely can relate in a lot of those ways. And I feel like as single adults and single Christians. Because we are Christian does not mean we are perfect. It just means we serve a perfect God. That's all. Mm -hmm. We serve a perfect redeemer. That's the only difference. And so Mm -hmm. we struggle with things like anybody else does. You know, it doesn't set us apart in that way that we are exempt from trouble or from struggle. And so when it comes to fornication and things of that nature, that's not a you know, I've just happened to be I'm not in a situation with that right now, probably only because of my geographic location. I've relocated in the last year and a half, so I don't have those same numbers to dial up anymore. It's probably the only difference, you know, because had I still been back home, you know, I would still be probably struggling with that thing. It's only because I'm in a different place. I don't have a number to call, you know? And so, but all that being said, I think that, you know, that's almost a universal struggle sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, but it's something to be said that in the midst of disappointment, that there is work to be done, fasting to be done, praying to be done, things that we should do and could do to get back in in stride like we know we belong, you know, and... Right. Um, And I just commend you for allowing yourself to not stay, you know, in the low place, but to allow God even in whatever you felt like was a low place to let him still minister to you and let him still use you. So I think it's just a beautiful story that you have. And next, I want to ask you about your writing process, because a part of this series that um, this particular episode is being aired on is um, just on self-care and this episode. Is a part of a series that is dealing with ways to soothe ourselves, ways to feel better and be better. And so, a part of this series, you know, I have had a guest on that. Um, he is a he's a male and he loves um, planting. Plants. He loves. He's a plant dad, you know, and he loves. And it's very therapeutic for him to to have plants all around, you know, and to take the care to whatever it takes to make sure that they are nurtured and tended to. And he has a uh, Instagram page. I always shout out his page because I just love it so much. It's called Green Thumbs, and it's uh, green with the, the the word green with the letter e at the end. And then Thumb has a Z at the end, so Green Thumbs. And then he has a new business he's opening called Shades of Moss, um, which is a spinoff from initially he had a passion for planting plants and, and taking care of those in his house. And then from that, he decided to open up a plant shop. And so that's where in a kind of a lounge. And so that's what he's doing now, but anyway, nice. um that's one. And then still with personal, with self care and taking care of yourself um, we I've been talking to guests who are alkaline vegans who explore in the kitchen, you know, just great healthy recipes and people that are artists and people that are writing. And so all these things that you can try at home, people that like to paint at home, people that like to do pottery at home, things that you can do to just feel better. So, so I wanted to highlight you as an author, because, you know, writing is another outlet that we can use, that anyone can use, Um to express themselves as self care for therapy purposes at home. And so these are things that don't cost a dollar all you need is paper and pencil or it's not mm-hmm. that even just sometimes an app on your phone. Mm-hmm. And so I want you to help our listeners um, find a way that even if they are not ready to actually um, write a book. And publish it and all that, but just to write for just on their own, just for self-therapy, and then still speak to those who may be interested in in writing a book and just kind of help share your process there, but just help us understand what are some tips on writing just for yourself, you know, just to kind of get some things out just for therapy purposes at home, and then tell someone if they were considering writing a book and really publishing, help them with that process as well. I know there's a loaded
1: question. I hope you got it all. (laughs) No, I got it. So journaling is a must. The I really believe that when you have everything on the inside of you, you are overloaded. You are overwhelmed. It definitely creates a lot of anxiety and stress, depression. You have got to empty yourself out. And so I, I in my book, I let my readers know that <clears throat> I have journals everywhere. You can walk into my house and you're going to find a journal. You're going to find it next to my, I have three or four computers in here. You're going to find a journal next to journals next to my computers. I have them in my car. I have them on my desk at work. I have them in my bag. Wherever I am, I have a journal because there are some things that you just want to say that because some things just may not sound right. You have to write them down. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. There are some things that you need to get off your chest that, you probably don't feel comfortable saying, write that down. Mm -hmm. Um, And eventually, you know, you, you, you may look back and say, okay, well, you know what? I can blog about some of these things or I can, um, I can post some encouraging words. Now for me, when I journal, um, I journal and I'll, I'll write down whatever it is I'm thinking or feeling. I don't care what it is. I'll write that down. Now, for me, the Holy Spirit always talks to me when I'm writing. And because I put scripture inside of me, that's what's going to come back out of me. So I might say, oh, you know, um, I'm struggling with this today. This is how I'm feeling. I don't know why I'm feeling this way. And then the Holy Spirit would say, well, you know, the word of God says, the word of God says, the word of God says, the word of God says. And as, I, as I'm writing that, though, with those scriptures down, as I'm journaling, I'm now building up strength. I'm reminding myself of what thus saith the Lord. So um, I start off weak, but I end strong.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: of course, um, I'm really big about, you know, whatever you put inside of you, that's what's going to come out of you. So if you are feeding yourself negative, negative negative's going to come out of you. You There, there needs to be. A balance because we can find negative at any time we can talk on negative at any time but you definitely want to um instill positive in you and for me you have to have people that are around you that can motivate you encourage you and maybe as you journal those words will come back to your remembrance for those who may not be into the scriptures just yet but again if you put the scriptures inside of you as you write that's what that's what um, should come out of you so for me writing um authoring a book, everything I did was spirit led. I promise you I did not do anything on my own. Um I I posted that I was that I was um I, I did my pre-order sale online for my books and I had enough money from my pre-order sale to purchase my books. So um I haven't had to spend my own money on anything when it came down to this writing piece, because again, this was something that was given to me by, by God and anything that he gives to you, he's going to make sure that you have what you need in order to accomplish it. Um, I, I self-publish. So there are a lot of companies that will contact you and say that, Oh, you can, um, self-publish through us. FYI, if you purchase an ISBN, which is a little barcode on the back of your book, if you purchase that through anybody else, Except the uh I think it's pronounced uh boker balker um site yourself, you have you do not own the rights to that book. That company that you that publishing company owns the rights to your book. So you have to have permissions from them now to talk about your book. So I want to um put that out there. A lot of companies go out and purchase thousands, tens of thousands of ISBNs and they um, tell you that oh you're, you're on this book when indeed you do not um, so don't be afraid to do research don't be afraid to be knowledgeable about whatever it is that you are stepping into don't allow anyone to tell you what you don't know you should always be, t- always be 10 steps ahead I'm huge about research um, prior to writing the book I definitely looked into what it looked like to self-publish, and what it looked like—I did a whole lot of research, understanding of what this is supposed to look like on the other end. Um, I recently was contacted by the Trinity Broadcast Network to um, to allow them to to um, to market my book on their on their. Um, their tv station on their social media platforms and they also give me the opportunity to have a 90-minute commercial so and all these things are different things that that, that have just fallen into my lap so i can't really um i I think the biggest takeaway is just making sure that you know that if you are really looking to self-publish you be the purchaser of your own isbn which is again the barcode on the back of the book that identifies your book as what it is.
0: So when you are, so this is great information. So you suggest, and I totally suggest as well, journaling. I have to, it's, it is a necessary step that I must take in my day. So I'm with you on advocating journaling, um, And so you are so to sum up, you said that uh, you do suggest that our listeners journal to get some things out, because, of course, it's not good to have it all bottled up. And then you share with us that in order to um, when you're writing a book, if you decide if you desire to be an actual author, um, you suggest self-publishing. And so. With that, take us through your process. I know that some of these things, I know that God already gave you your chapters, you know, a while ago, and then you Mm -hmm. lived through some of those chapters, not knowing that you were living through the chapters. Mm -hmm. And so you tell me your process as far as sitting down, writing your book, um, you know, printing your book out, you know, getting it printed. Tell us us what that looks like behind the scenes
1: as an author. Okay, so um, God gave me pieces of this book Like, I would literally be at my desk, and then the Holy Spirit would just begin to speak to me, and I would just write down whatever, and I'm because I, by nature, I'm a writer, so whatever the Holy Spirit said to me, I would just write. I have an iPhone, so I would open up my notes a lot of times, and I would just write down, you know, whatever it was that was in my spirit. Um, I literally went to my desk, and uh, I woke up one morning, and um, in my spirit, I was just like, okay... I have to write and I went and I wrote and I want to say maybe from like seven that morning until two that afternoon, I had, I had written, uh, I had written some stuff for, for a book and I was like, okay, well, Lord, you know, this is missing. This is missing. He said, oh no, 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 no. You have all that. I opened up my notes. I pulled out my books where I had written things at. I went on different computers looking from where I had dropped the screen and opened up Word documents and started typing stuff out because God was giving me different things. And I literally went and just copied and pasted, copied and pasted, copied and pasted and just dropped everything on paper. And I said, "Okay, well, Lord, this looks like it's kind of scrambled." He said, "No, you we're we going to figure this thing out." And I started moving things around. This this goes under this chapter. This goes under this chapter. And I and I said, "Well, Lord, this is a little too much. We need an extra chapter." And my spirit just kept telling me, "No, no, no. I gave you your chapters." And I was so adamant about trying to do things my way. And he just reminded me, "This is not yours." Um mm. not, not only that, but I had a lot of me in the book when I wrote it. So whenever I began to write about me in the book, my it's like my spirit just boom, just stopped. I couldn't think anymore. And I was like, okay, I got it. I got it. So I went back to, you know, in the spirit, and I was able to write, 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 type, type, type. And the minute I was like, okay, I, I got to put me here, my spirit just went boom, I'm gone. And so as long as I was talking about making it about God, it was, it, it, just, it flowed, it flow. so smooth, flowed, so smooth. So like I told you, um, within hours, I had already putting i had already put like this foundation on paper and as i copied and paste and tried to add me to this book and make it, you know oh well i want to know that i i do this or that i've done this and he and, and it, god was just like this is not about you so he mm. I, literally, I literally wrote the book um and then like for in, in one day and then for for a month a month and a half i went and he said now take you out of this book and I went and I pulled me out of the book. No, you can't okay. put that right there. Get that out of there. You can't put that right there. Get that out of there. I'm like, but this doesn't flow because you're in it. Get yourself out of it. So at the minute I, I started, you know, like I said, removing me, and it took me five, it took me about four four weeks to get me out of this book. Um. Uh. Then I, I after I did that and I moved everything around, I sent it off to the editor. The editor uh, that I used, she had my book back to me within like 48 hours, if that. Um, and then once we did that, in the meantime, um, during all this, from the time I started the book, I sent off my my book cover information to my, um, my graphic designer. And that was the last thing that came back. It was like, it was never enough. It was never perfect. And um, I was like, this is just not going to work. My mother was like, would you please remove that photo from your book? I said, no, because I took this picture several years ago, again, trying to do things my way. I took this picture for the book, and that's the one that's supposed to use this. And my graphic designer was like, well, can you just change your picture? And I was like, this is not right. I don't, I said, you know what? I will. I'll change it. Um, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do something a little bit different. I changed it. And within 48 hours, the book cover was perfect. I was like, that, that's it. That's it. So um so yeah, so the me taking me out of the book that, that took about five weeks, I edited and re-edited and edited and re-edited. I sent it to a professional editor, they added the commas, quotes, periods. Um, and then I was waiting on the book cover. So I sent it off to the the printer and I didn't use a publisher for Um, my first for my pre-order copies and I just sent it to a a company to just to just print my books for me and that's what I had that's what I sold so I probably have like um like eight books left to sell and um so now I'm working with like I said Trinity Broadcast Network they're going to actually publish the book and they'll, they'll be the ones that market and sell the book. So that way I don't have to do it because I can promise you between all that I have going on and trying to put a book in the mail, it's just too much work.
0: <laughs> I'm just so proud of you, sis, that you even wrote the book and printed the book and self-published the book and you did what God led you to do. And I just feel, I'm just so excited for you. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for the readers because I know that they will be blessed. And we know they'll be blessed because these are things that with us said. the Lord. It's what God ordained for you That's to right. put, you know? And we know that he had you to do that for a reason. There's nothing that he has us do that is without a reason, you know? And so somebody is gonna be blessed from your story. And yes. I know that, I know that, one, two, ten listeners have already been blessed from your story. I know I've been blessed from it. And so I just thank you so much for taking your time Absolutely. to come and share with us. Now, tell us how we can find you online, how we can support, how we can order a book. Let, let our listeners know how they can connect with you.
1: So you can visit any of my platforms on Facebook or on Instagram, Lady Most Speaks. And order my book using the link in the bio there. It's a PayPal link. I am in the process of putting together my website. The website will be titled Rachel Renee. That's the, I'm also the author. That's the name that I use on my books, Rachel Renee. That's my first and middle name. Um, I'm speaking, I I, I am professing in Jesus name that I want to have a different last name. This is all over with. I'm going to be married. (laughs) So no no, no, no (laughs) true last name. Um, I also have a YouTube channel, Lady Mo Speaks channel on YouTube, and I am also preparing to do a LinkedIn channel under Rachel Renee as well. So um, my Rachel Renee website, once it's built within the next probably 60 days or less, um, that'll that'll provide the the go-to for the actual, it'll be a one-stop shop for the book, the podcast, and um, my Lady Mo page, pages, so.
0: I think that is awesome. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Thank you for pouring into us and leave us with your favorite scripture so that someone
1: else can take the word with them. Okay. Psalm 46 and 10, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth
0: amen be still and know that i am god that's it right there that is okay. it right there well we thank you so much and i hope that you have a blessed day and to our listeners i hope that you all have a blessed day until next time this is tiffany and lady mo on life unscripted podcast all right bye Well, that's another amazing episode in the books. I appreciate you stopping by and listening because I do this for you. Now, it's your turn to join the conversation. Please weigh in on this episode by visiting organizedenergy.co backslash podcast and do two things. One, leave a written or audio comment or questions regarding today's conversation. And two, let your voice be heard by casting your vote in this week's poll based on this episode. And now that we're family, let's stay connected. Still, go to that same link, organizedenergy.co podcast, and join my Love Shine community. Why Love Shine? Because it's all about love and it's all about light over here at the Life Unscripted Podcast. Or you can find me on your own simply by visiting Facebook. You'll go to Organized Energy Consulting, find our community and groups, and then join the Life Unscripted Podcast after party. Also on Instagram, find me at Life Unscripted Podcast. On Twitter, it's Life Unscripted P. And show a little love by sharing this episode with a friend or two or three. Speaking of showing love, before I get out of here, I got to remind you of something. I want you to always remember that self-love is one of the best forms of love. Because no matter who comes, who goes, no matter who chooses you, who doesn't, who forgives you and who doesn't, who values you and who doesn't, so long as you choose you and you love you, And you see value in you. And you take time each and every day to celebrate yourself. Take time right now and write this love note to yourself. And not only do I want you to write it daily, but I want you to recite it daily in the mirror. Repeat after me. So you say your name and I'm going to say mine. Dear Tiffany, I love you. I forgive you. I accept you, I choose you. You have worth, you have purpose, you have value. You matter to me and you matter to God. My words, my thoughts, my decisions today will prove this. Tiffany, you're already winning. You are already blessed keep going. Do not give up because the very best is yet to come. All right, love shines. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. Time is a commodity and once it's spent, we can never get it back. So I truly appreciate you spending just a little bit of yours with me. That's a wrap until next time. I want you to know that I love you. I'm praying for you and I want nothing but blessings, love and light for you and yours have a great week guys hi do you feel like you have way too much on your plate to get accomplished and very little time to get it all done is anxiety like on 1000 right now take a deep breath and wusa, and then reach out to me Because I am a trusted confidant and accountability partner and I can help you master time management and work life balance as a professional. And because I specialize in helping to develop brands and the professionals behind them, I could also help you with your small business. So whether you're still in the conceptual stages of the business or you're trying to figure out exactly how to launch, how to brand it, how to market it, how to look good and how to operate efficiently so that you're working smarter and not harder, I'm still your girl. For more information about how I can help you, find me at OrganizedEnergy.co, where I am helping to develop brands and the professionals behind them.